1: Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
0: WVEI-FM, WVEI-HD1, Westerly, Providence. Southern New England Sports Original, 1037-WEEI. Always live on the free Odyssey app. We now return to Meter and the Coach. Call the show at 401 737 1287. Southern New England Sports Original, 1037
2: WEI. Welcome back, second and final hour of Meter and the Coach. He's Tim Welsh. I'm John Mita Perel, Joe Passarelli, making it all happen as the producer. Great to have you with us as always from 7 and I on Sunday mornings. And Taylor Swift, you just heard. Well, she was at the Chiefs game last night, freezing her cha-chas off, although she was in her comfy luxury suite. Chiefs beat the Dolphins. We'll get into that in a little bit. Texans win. They advance. But we're going to talk some college football and basketball with our good friend Zach Braziller from the New York Post. Zach, good morning to you. You watched Providence play St. John's this week. You wrote a good story about how you felt like St. John's fans needed to support the Red Storm if there was ever a time for it. It was earlier this week and. uh, the State John's fever catching on in New York. Uh,
3: it's I, you know I think it's slowly but surely catching on. Um, you know, look, the diehards are are really excited, but the casuals aren't there yet. Um, they had a, I think they had around almost twelve thousand uh, for the Providence game, but there were you know probably a third of them are Providence fans. Now, look, it, it was a uh, it was a Wednesday night. Um, I'll be interested to see how their, their next home game at the garden uh, on Saturday against Marquette does Um, look, the interest is, is much different than it's been. Uh, My readership is through the roof with St. John's for the most part. Um, You know, they're, they're a good team. I think they're going to make, they're going to be a tournament team, Um, you know, not, I don't think they're necessarily a Final Four contender, but I think they're a tournament team that maybe can win a game or two if it all goes right. Um, but, yeah, look, it's St. John. You know, New York, I've always said it's New York's kind of a front-runner town. Um, if St. John's wins consistently the next few years with Petito, I, I definitely think you're start, you'll start to see the interest level increase and the casuals come, but they're not quite there yet.
2: Zach, I want to get into college football with uh, Kalen DeBoer being introduced as the Alabama coach. Washington team, you, you watch closely this year, uh, covering the national championship and the Michigan coronation. But how it all went down with DeBoer and this week with Nick Saban, uh, where do you think both those, we saw Alabama act quickly, but what does Washington do now? Hey, if I'm them, I,
3: I stay in house. you know, I, I'd hire the offense coordinator who obviously did a great job, uh, grub, um, you know, I, that, that would be my move. If I was them. um, that would probably help keep, keep some of their guys, uh, that, that to me is move. Look it. It's a fascinating thing because, you know, the only been a, college division 1 head coach for him you know for a handful of years um you know he, he was the offense coordinator in Indiana a few years ago goes to Fresno State for 2 years then is at Washington and was obviously wildly successful he was he's won, he won titles at the n i a a i AI level um and now but now he's at Alabama which is a completely different animal um you know I was a little surprised they they went in this direction um, obviously certain guys made it clear they weren't interested, whether it was Sarkisian or, 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 or Mike Norvell or um you know, guys of guys of that ilk. Um, but I, I was a little surprised they went at the it went in this direction. I, I thought they might take a look at Dabo. That obviously didn't happen. Um you know, look, my my take it's just like it's an impossible it's an impossible situation to file state to follow state um we'll, we'll, see, we'll see if this works but this is just completely just if you're, you're you're you know caleb DeBoer is just you're you're in um you're in an impossible situation honestly and zach uh
4: getting back to the big east uh what's your take right now kind of your report card on the Big East. It was very highly hyped coming into the season with the Marquette and Connecticut and Creighton kind of being above everyone else. Uh, you know, Providence got off to a great start. St. John's was rocky early. They seems to have steadied the ship. Uh, what's your take on the league as a whole? Now, Seton Hall's been surprising at times, uh, but wh- where do you stand on the Big East right now? You know,
3: I, yeah, the top, besides UConn, isn't quite as good a, as I thought. I thought Villanova was a top 20 team, that's clearly not the case. Um, Marquette to me has got some major issues. I, I I'm not I'm not sold that Marquette's going to be okay and be like a top 2 seed in the NCAA tournament. Um they've they've got some problems. They lose one of their top guards Sean Jones out to of Torn ACL, Tyler Collins um been a mess of late. You know, the fact that they lost so lopsided to a, you know, an average Baylor team at home the other day was very eye opening to me. Um, you know, uh I think Creighton's probably the second best team in the league right now. Um and then I think it's kind of a crapshoot. I, I think St. John's can finish third. I think Ced Hall could finish third, uh, Marquette can finish third, um You know, I I wouldn't count out Villanova. I think UConn is clearly the best team. I think UConn might be probably the best team in the country when healthy. Um, You know, I I think it's I think it's a good league. I think it's a league that probably has more depth than we thought, and isn't quite as good at the top. You know, I thought you had two or three legit Final Four contenders. I don't necessarily feel that anymore. Um, I. I think Marquette's got got serious issues right now. I, I don't think there's any question about it. they're not defending nearly to the level they were last year. Colek um, is falling off, um, but I do think the league is going to get seven teams. Um, you know, I, I think you look at um, you know Villanova, as shaky as they've been, their resume is terrific. I feel, you know, Justin Moore's back now, um, so I I do think they're definitely going to make the tournament. Creighton, Marquette, St. John's, UConn, Seton Hall, the metrics aren't great, but they have four quad one wins and they have some terrific, terrific wins. I think they're a tournament team. You know, and you know, Providence is is really interesting because obviously Bryce Hopkins you no know Bryce Hopkins, they've now lost, you know, four four in a row here. And but they still have that resume that's really good. And if they could just kind of you know, right to ship a little bit. I still think they're a tournament team. So I still see six, seven bids here. Um, but maybe not, you know, maybe not two or three teams that you think can make a final four, but I do think it's the depth is maybe better than we realize.
4: Yeah. Uh, when you look at the league, I think it, it is still healthy, obviously. And with Rick Patino coming into the league, I think that's been a big 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 bump especially over mike anderson i mean you talk about different planets as a coach uh, you have that you have one of huh. the greatest coaches huh. of all time versus a coach who's horrendous uh but having said that your job is not easy from my from my perspective because knowing rick as we do we know rick is a great coach but we also know rick is funny and he likes to he has sarcasm in his answers two things came out to me and i want to get your takes on this uh, the first is him saying they're not going to play UConn at Madison Square Garden. They're going to play in at car in a second. I mean, you and I both know the Madison Square Garden will never allow that. I mean, that's their partner. That's their one sellout guarantee. That's their marquee matchup during the regular season as far as the Big East goes. That's one. And second, the the thing yesterday, having coached against Rick Pitino, and then I hear him saying, "I don't yell at officials." This is going to sound berserk. I think it's a form of cheating. Yeah, I've told refere- referees throughout my tenure, maybe a thousand times, stop listening to the other coach. Now, having said that, having coached against Rick Pitino many times at Providence and Iona, uh, I got to tell you, <laughs> you can't take that seriously. You can't. You know, look, I
3: Pitino is clearly prone to hyperbole. I don't think there's any question about that. Um, you know, he, he, he at times will over exaggerate.
4: Uh, i mean
1: well i think you know, it's funny day, i think it's that's...
4: hilarious i i laughed yeah, out loud I mean, look, myself yeah. i was in a hotel room and i said you gotta be kidding me i mean uh, uh, look i've heard him scream at officials and intimidate officials so much which that's part of the game it's part of the game it's not cheating it's part of the game it's what coaches do and i think he's he's great at it because he knows I mean, where the it, line can be drawn you know he doesn't run out and get technicals but he knows how to intimidate officials and that's part of it what he does he's earned that right
3: yeah and look and the same with UConn it's clearly being done to tweak them to tweak Hurley um there's no question about that there's you know there's some animosity brewing between the two coaches you know he did not like how Hurley acted in um you know in in the game in, in in Hartford it's clearly to tweak them we all know I mean he he admitted as much um you know, on the new, on the red storm report show on MSG that look, we're probably not going to play for the course. Of second it's, it's, you know, it, we, 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 we all know it's, it's going to be at the garden. Um, it's clearly was just a, a thing to tweak them. And look, it's fun. You know, he's fun. Uh, there's no question about that. And, you know, he's, he's great to cover, honestly. Um, you know, yes, he's prone to hyperbole and sometimes he exaggerates, and you know, but he's been great to cover and he's been fun, he's been entertaining. And, um, you know, you actually learn stuff, um, you know, from him in these press conferences. It, um, I mean, I'm, I'm having a blast, um, and the team, oh, is no, good. He's, you know, he's, he's
4: a- great, you know, he, he's funny. He's, uh, he's always going to give you sound bites. And, you know, he's one of the greatest coaches of all time. And I think it's just tremendous for the league that, that he's in the league and I love the St. John's UConn stuff. And, you know, he's taking him on, he's taking on the giant. He's not afraid of it. And, Danny had said, you know, people are punching up at us, and I love what Masseyell said. Wait a minute, how seven Final Fours? He doesn't have to punch up at anybody. So it's all good stuff. It's all good stuff moving forward, and you know they'll get they'll get going. I think Georgetown eventually will get back on the map with Ed. It'll give him a couple years, and I like Kim English is tremendous at Providence. So it's uh, the league is very very healthy moving forward.
3: Yeah, there's no doubt. And look, you look at St. John's and just how far they've come. You know, in about the last five weeks, you know, they were they lost the Boston College at at Barclays Center and they were a best at the time. That was, you know, early December. Uh, Their defense was, I think, 127th in efficiency. They're now up to around 47 or 48. Uh, They've, you know, since then, they've believed they're. Five and two, maybe six and two and the two losses were at UConn and at Creighton by a combined five points. Um, so they easily could have won one of those games, if not both. Um, they're in a they're in a great spot to to be you know be somewhere around six, seven seed in the tournament. Who knows if they could win a few tough road games? They could be probably even higher. But I think that's right now what you're looking at is a six or a seven seed um, in the tournament, and you know I think they're going to win twelve or thirteen league games, which is I think most Saint John's has won in ages. So yeah, look. Um, I think St. John's in a great spot and he's doing a really good job. You know, he's, they don't have a ton of, look, they don't have any stars. It's pretty clear. They, they don't have a superstar, uh, but they're defending well. They, they have some good players and uh, they're definitely getting better.
2: Zach Brazil in your post-college sports column. This is our guest. Zach. Michigan uh, so impressive uh, I was stunned of the way they shut down panic Lake Corum was a touchdown machine Edwards averaged 17 yards a carry they had everything coming out their noses uh, so well balanced but where do they go from here when Harbaugh's inevitable exit to the NFL occurs what are you hearing about is it going to be Sharon Moore or are they going outside the Michigan family
3: yeah I, I think Moore probably makes sense um for them look he did a really good job when, when Harbaugh was suspended this year. I don't think there's any question about that. Um, yeah, like, they're clearly going to take a step back. I don't, I don't think there's any question about that. They're going to lose guys uh, to the NFL. I'm sure they'll lose some to transfer. Yeah, look, I, I, they were really impressive. I had doubted them this year just because the schedule was so weak. And um, they really didn't play anyone until late. But yeah, just so impressive. But the one thing I will say, I they their defense was fantastic. Don't get me wrong, it was. Phoenix shut himself down. <laughs> I mean, how many touchdown? How many times did he miss O'Dunsey for touchdowns? At least two in that first half. Um, yeah. And yes, you, could, you know he was under pressure. You got to say that. And that Michigan defense is fantastic. It's the best. It was the best defense in the country. There's no question about that. But the, the Phoenix missed some just passes that he hits in his sleep. I was stunned at some of the misses he had. You know, the their first drive he had, Odunze for a touchdown, he missed them. Later, he had wide open down the field and he missed them. Um, that had to be the worst game he's played all year. Now, you could say, well, he's probably not used to so much pressure. And that, obviously, is part of it. You credit Michigan. But I was just so disappointed at, at how he played. Uh, he hadn't played like that all year. And, you know, you got to give Michigan credit, though. They were just, they're just so well-balanced, so tough up front. You know, I, I was surprised at how at how much they pushed Washington around up front. That Washington offensive line is really good, you know. But, hey, just just a fantastic year. Um, and when you consider all the other stuff going on with the scandal, just, you know, look, they brought that on themselves, obviously because they were doing it. But the fact that it didn't, you know, distract them at all and they still managed to play so well really speaks to, to Harbaugh and just the focus he had with that team.
2: What do you see happening in the Big Ten next year with all the movement? And, and now that's a big question with Washington and the next coach. Grubb is, by the way, uh, out of the picture. He is uh, Washington already told him they're not going to hire him, so he's moving to Alabama as their OC. Uh, so he's out. Oh. So the, will they hire a Big Ten battle-tested coach? Who knows? But where do you see uh, the Big Ten going with all the movement? You no, know, the
3: the one thing that's the Big Ten that's been really interesting is Ohio State has been able to keep so many guys who you thought yep. were were going to the NFL. Um, you know, obviously the running back Henderson, you know, staying and um, you know, that, that to me has been a huge early storyline to this off season is how many of Ohio State's guys have have decided to stay. I, I, I mean, I think they're gonna be the, the early favorite in that conference. Um, they obviously, they got, they got the quarterback, Will Howard from Kansas state, who's a really good player. Uh, I've been really, you know, it's to me it stood out is all the, all the guys, Ohio state has got. you know, I'm surprised that I'm I'm surprised about that with Washington. I I, I thought, I thought rub made a lot of sense for them. That's going to be, it's going to be a really interesting hire, hire for them here, um, you know, and I'm definitely intrigued to kind of to see what direction they go in.
2: And it's it's just messy, too, at this point. I mean, you know, uh, the, the calendar is not kind, uh, but I right. guess that's that's where we're at. I mean, it, it's such a you, your head must spin covering college sports. Now, do you have an NIL <sighs> tracker on your phone?
3: Yeah, I mean, it, it, last I'll tell you, last spring after St. John's hired Patino was was nuts. You know, with with all the movement between players entering the portal and who they were looking at, who they're going after, and yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it, it's wild. It's it's free agency, and um, I mean, like it's it's made the offseason to me really fun and entertaining. But it's also it does <laughs> your head spins a little bit when you know um, when you see all the movement and. You know, and now all these quarterbacks switching places, and you know there was a there was a pretty good fake account that had Arch enter Arch Manning entering the portal yesterday, and you know I, I was caught for a second, but I was like, wait, is the portal closed? Doesn't he have to wait till the spring now to enter the portal? Unless his coach leaves, um, <laughs> so uh, you know I I was I that <laughs> for a second. It's uh it's it's wild, man. It's the it's really the wild, wild one.
2: Yeah, no, I know you wrote about it when it happened. You were right. And everybody's, you know, everybody's trying to stay ahead of it. It's, it's crazy stuff, but we appreciate you getting up with us on a Sunday, Zach. Enjoy uh, the St. John's uh, surge there in New York. Tough loss yesterday, but we we appreciate and enjoy your coverage. Thanks so much.
3: All right, guys. Have a good one.
2: All right, you too. Zach Braziller, New York Post, College Sports columnist. It, it's so true, Tim. Like, you know, think about you're the athletic director at Washington now. You wake up, your coach says, ah, you know what, I had a heck of a run here, but I'm gone. I know you gave me $10 million in my last deal, but I'm just going to go to Alabama. Uh, okay, so, which tells you contracts mean nothing. You've been saying that for years. Uh, so you wake up, and you got to go find yourself a coach, and it's uh, January 13th. Him with us? Not so.
4: We might have. You, saw, you con- no contracts mean nothing, meter They, you know that. It's uh, we have talked about it for years. It's you know there's a price to pay on all ends. You know Georgetown had to buy out Ed Cooley. Uh, Jimbo Fisher got bought out by the school, uh, and that's why the whole notion that players can't leave and transfer and. The second time transfer rule. That was ridiculous. Once they once they gave a few exceptions uh on the second time transfer rule as far as this year, they, they were in trouble. The NCAA doesn't have a clue with this stuff. So listen, I, I don't blame DeVore for leaving. Uh you know, when he went there, Washington was in the Pac twelve. Now they're gonna be in the Big Ten. It's a different job. It's a different job now. It's a harder job. And he can go to Alabama and have the best job in the league versus in the Big Ten, I don't know where, where they fit. And, uh, you know, the travel in the Big Ten, Ohio, the Ohio State factor, the Michigan factor, all that comes into play when you're thinking about stuff. And, you know, it's uh, – you know, I know some Pac-12 coaches in basketball. They're not happy. They're not happy. Big Cronin's not happy about going to the Big Ten. You think he – UCLA wants to go to Iowa and Minnesota and Maryland and Rutgers and Illinois and Purdue? I mean, that's brutal travel. Brutal. So and, and it's tough for the recruiting too. You know, the kids that Washington can get, they don't want to play in the Big Ten. So where are they going to go to school? I mean, it's 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 a whole different world out there. I don't I don't blame them for leaving. And uh, you know, Alabama had to pay the buyout, I'm sure, and everybody moves on, it's just like schools leave. Schools leave their conferences. There's no loyalty on any end, whether it's coaches, universities, conferences, and now players.
2: I thought Dabo so was going to go to Alabama. And I'm wondering if this last couple of years for Dabo and Clemson made them things, but that's the sky is falling in Clemson. I don't know what happened there. That these people said that's the only job that he would leave for. Uh so they clearly uh, were not swayed by that
3: and
2: that emotion. Uh, but it is fascinating to follow all this. It is, uh, Hey, Mick Cronin might go to Louisville. Who knows? That, that's to replace Kenny Payne when he's inevitably fired. So maybe Mick will be intrigued by that job. But uh, it is free agency at its finest. That's for sure. We're going to take a timeout. Coming up, we'll get into more of the NFL and your beloved Patriots. 401 10:37. He's Tim Welsh. I'm John Mediparell. Meet the coach, Joe Passarelli. You're up next.
0: Now here's what's. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.